That's right, my friends. You are back again. Welcome back to another episode of On the Mic with Mike. I am your podcast host, Instructor Mike. From controversial issues that affect us in the criminal justice system to controversial issues that affect us across the nation, both locally and otherwise. I am that controversial person that's going to go there and talk about those issues. You're always going to learn something when you're listening to this podcast, so grab your pens and your paper. You can go on ahead and follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or on Instructor Mike. You can also go to my YouTube page instructor mike as well and you can subscribe to this podcast we would greatly appreciate it here is another issue that we are going to talk about on on the mic with mike what's going on long time no here <laughs> We are back. Yeah, I made the decision to resurrect my podcast. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of things to talk about right now. You know, it's uh, March 23rd, uh, 2021. A lot has gone on since we last had this podcast. I'm glad to have you back. Um, it actually feels good to get back to it. All right. So without delay, let's go on ahead and jump into it. We're talking about the George Floyd jury selection process. We're going to be talking about that a little bit. You know, we're also going to be talking about uh, certain things relative to, you know, uh, the, the uh, I almost want to say George, but the <laughs> the Joe Biden presidency. Uh, he's now president of the United States. Uh, certain things relative to Chicago uh, violence and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about that and a bunch of other things. I'm really interested in hearing your perspectives, okay? For those of y'all who follow me on social media, you can follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Yes Mike Said It. Subscribe to my YouTube page, Instructor Mike. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications, okay? A lot has changed since we last talked. I am now the author of uh, a plethora of books, starting with What I Tell Myself, uh, first, you can go to Amazon uh, and just type in what I tell myself first. And you can see I now have 12 books, I mean, 13 books now, uh, 10 of them that are English. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, nine of them that are English, four of them that are in Spanish, things like that, and other books that are coming out. OK, so uh, we're going to go ahead and pause for a commercial break and we will be back to talk about the George Floyd a jury selection process. I hope you've been watching that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Kids are bombarded with so much information these days. It can be hard for them to discern the messages that are important and valuable. The What I Tell Myself book series from author Michael A. Brown is an award-winning series that has been featured on CBS, Fox, and NBC for their powerful and positive messages for kids. Based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Michael A. Brown's book, What I Tell Myself First, Children's Real-World Affirmations of Self-Esteem, is a book of real-world affirmations that highlight the various abilities and attributes of the reader while exposing readers to realistic possibilities of rejection of difference in various forms. The author also writes books about self-protection, talent, and patience, and more. These are colorful and inspiring books that you and your children will love. They're full of easy-to-understand positive messages that are heartwarming and impactful. You can learn more about the wonderful books from author Michael A. Brown online at whatitellmyselffirst.com. That's whatitellmyselffirst.com. 
All right, welcome back. So we're going to go on ahead and dive right into it. You know, um, let's stray away from the George Floyd, uh, Daniel Sh uh, Chauvin uh, jury decision to then talk about, uh, not, not the decision, but the case, to then talk about the Boulder, Colorado shooting victims. This is at abcnews.go.com. 10 killed in Boulder shooting. The victim identified, the suspect identified. So 10 people, including a police officer, were killed in Boulder, Colorado on Monday afternoon when a gunman opened fire at King Super's grocery store in Boulder, Colorado, where residents had gathered to shop and receive COVID-19 vaccines. The victims range in age from 20 years of age to 65, according to Boulder Police Chief Maris Harold. The slain officer, 51-year-old Eric Talley, was the first member of law enforcement to arrive at the scene, Harold said. He was shot in the head, according to the arrest warrant affidavit. The other victims were identified as Denny Strong, 20, Nevin Stantic, I hope I said that right, 23, Ricky Olds, 25, Trelona Bart Bartkowick, I might be saying that wrong, excuse me, 49, Suzanne Fountain, 59, Terry Liker, 51, Kevin Mahoney, uh, 61, Lynn Murray, 62, and Jody Waters, 65. The shooting was reported around 2.40 p.m. local time, police said. Officers arrived within minutes, entering the store and engaging with the suspect who was shot in the exchange of gunfire, according to police. The suspect, identified as 21-year-old Ahmad Al-Alwi, Alyssa of Arvada, California, suffered a leg wound and was taken into custody at 3.28 p.m. Monday, the chief said. The suspect had been charged with 10 counts of murder, Harold said. He was expected to be taken to the Boulder County Jail Tuesday following his release from the hospital, according to Boulder District Attorney Michael Dordery. Uh The victims were found in the store and in the parking lot. One person was in the car of the lot, according to the arrest warrant affidavit. The chief said she lived several blocks from the store. I feel numb. It's heartbreaking, she said at a uh, Tuesday press conference. Tally had been a member of the police department since 2010. He loved this community, police chief said. Everything, he's everything that policing deserves and needs. President Joe Biden said Tuesday, Officer Tally did not hesitate in his duty, making the ultimate sacrifice in his effort to save lives. That is the definition of a true American hero. And I tend to agree. But here's another thing that we see uh, that is a common theme whenever you tend to see people that are against firearms, that are against guns, especially attacking the uh, uh, rifles, okay? Uh, you tend to see that uh, as a common theme for what I would say is a gun grab, you know, a gun grab uh, that's about to occur, you know, uh, I do see that as something that's about to occur. There's another situation that occurred out of Georgia where an Asian parlor, uh, a massage parlor, was attacked by a person with a gun. You had eight people killed, six of whom were Asian. Now, those of you all who follow me on social media, you know I was blocked or banned by Facebook for going live or from going live for 30 days because of a picture that I posted. You know, there's a hashtag going around, stop Asian hate. Well, there was a picture 
that I posted, not against that theme, but looking at things from the Los Angeles riots, what occurred in the wake of the uh, decision or the verdict of the not guilty verdict of the four police officers who were charged with beating Rodney King. And you saw the L.A. riots that occurred during that time. This was, of course, before the O.J. Simpson uh, uh, situation, the trial of the century, and how Asian uh, stores were being attacked. Well, I posted a picture of Asians on a rooftop, colloquially called uh, Asian rooftop, you know, uh, snipers or things of that nature, names of that nature, and how they fought back. Look, I am against all forms of hate. But I will say this, hate is a feeling just like love. You are not going to stop people from hating you. That, that's just, they, they have the right to love or hate you, respect you or, or not respect you, right? And so long as it remains a feeling, the minute they begin to manifest that feeling into action, it is up to you to decide whether or not you are going to remain a victim. And that is the thing that I tend to focus on. And so, because I focused on that and showed that picture and said, you know, Asian hate, anytime I've ever seen, don't get me wrong, there is Asian hate out there, right? But I like to see people who fight back against that. That's what I want to see. Same thing with the El Paso. It's a lot that's happened since we last talked. The El Paso shooting in Texas. How a how a uh, a, a gentleman, a white man. I don't want to call him a gentleman, but a man, a white man, uh, came inside of the El Paso Walmart on a Sunday with an AK-47 and began to open fire in the Lone Star State, the Don't Mess with Texas State, a state where they pride themselves among other things, and their ability to be advocates for the Second Amendment. And not a soul in there was brave enough or even armed enough to stop the attacker. We look at certain situations in South Carolina where you have Dylan, uh, I keep saying Dylan Harris, where you have Dylan Klebold, that's not, I'm sorry, Dylan Roof, I'm sorry, uh, I keep thinking Eric Harris, Dylan Clybold, uh, the color mind shooters, but you have uh, Dylan Roof, right? Goes into uh, the uh, church in South Carolina and begin to shoot at nine black people and kill them while they're at prayer and ministry. I mean, because if you can't be safe in God's house, where can you be safe, right? But he begins to kill them. And why is that happening? In the South of all places, right? How does something like that happen? Well, the pastor was a state senator from South Carolina who was, among other things, a Democrat against guns. Now, I'm neither Republican nor Democrat. I'm neither conservative nor liberal. But I will tell you this, you're against guns. Just imagine if one or two, or maybe three or four, or maybe eight of the nine. Imagine if they were able to actually defend themselves. Just imagine if they were able to defend themselves. See, you're going to get hate. You're going to get people that may feel some kind of way about you. I say screw feelings. But you're entitled to them. I appreciate you for them. 
But the minute you begin to manifest that feeling into your desire to want to hurt me, well, that's when you've crossed another line. And that's when it is no one's job to protect you from anything. That, my friends, is your job. And so thoughts and prayers go out to the family members and those who've lost loved ones in the Asian massage parlor shooting, in the, the, the attack in Boulder, Colorado, that active shooting, right? Thoughts and prayers go out to them and anyone else who I might have missed in any of the attacks, but say less of the violence that occurs in Chicago. I happen to listen to the to the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings in their attempt to attack the tool. And the one thing that you hear them saying is that we must find common sense legislation, common sense gun laws that will ban these assault weapons from getting into the hands of those who don't need them. And you heard them say certain statements like, in, in states where we've enacted that legislation, that gun violence has gone down. They, they, they quoted New York or touted New York. They touted other states, but ah, 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 they've missed Chicago. They strategically missed Chicago. And I heard them say it themselves. Why didn't they refer to Chicago? We go to the website, heyjackass.com. I wish that was something I would be making up, but that's not. We go to heyjackass.com. And we look at the current state, uh, the current stats, the current stats. Year to date, 118 shot and killed. 533 shot and wounded. A total shot of 651 for total homicides of 124. Say less of 2020's stats, where you have a total of 719 shot and killed. 3,455 shot and wounded for a total shot of 4,000. 174 for total homicides of 792, which is a 53% increase from the last year, 2019. And Chicago, seated in the state of Illinois, the last state in the union to give its citizens concealed carry. Man, those are just... We were the last state of the union to get it. And our gun laws are super strict. Not like California's, but they can compare. But the crime rate is astonishing. The shots fired, the, those folks dead is astonishing. Now you've heard them say, black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. You heard them say that. But then when you look at the statistics in 2020 of those Shot, 79.2% are black. That's 627 victims, homicide victims, black. Where it's 131 Hispanic and 32 white. 
So if black lives really matter, then why not use the Chicago statistics in your analysis? That's because you know, senators, that that would be the antithesis of your statement, that the states with the toughest laws actually have low crime. That would actually have to mean that you actually value black life because you actually see that it's black folks killing black folks. I won't say the black on black crime. They hate that term. But black folks killing black folks. Man, I am so glad to be back on this podcast. If you enjoyed this small segment, I'm going to bring up a bunch of guests. We're going to have fun. Man, we're going to have fun. So I just wanted to give you a snippet of what we're about to get back into. It's time I resurrect this podcast. This is Instructor Mike, and you've been trained. Stay tuned. Hey, what's going on? It's Instructor Mike. Are you in the market for a good firearm? Are you looking for a place in the state of Illinois where you can practice effective and safe usage of a firearm to defend yourself, shooting for sport, or just inviting your family members out to a wonderful place where they can learn about exercising their Second Amendment rights? Well, Eagle Sports Range is the place for you. 5900 West 159th Street in Oak Forest. Our state-of-the-art range is comfortable, safe, and provides you with the perfect environment to enjoy your shooting. Whether you're a firearms enthusiast or just starting out, their range has everything you want for your shooting needs. Fully air-conditioned for comfort with friendly and knowledgeable staff, that also have a great selection of firearms for sale or rent, as well as ammunition that you conveniently need on site. Eagle Sports Range, that's eaglesportsrange.com, 708-535-3000.